We're 60 seconds from your shock collar question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And when you're on a dating website, I think we all know the things women like to see on a guy's profile picture that make them swipe right. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, they like to see guys with motorcycles. No. Boats. Not really. Cute dogs. Okay, yes. Alexis is nodding to all these over there. I can see her. Explosions. What? Six-pack abs. Okay. And that V V line down by the waist. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, the hip cut lines. Oh, my God. God. Why am I getting all flustered right now just saying all these things? (laughs) I just don't know where explosions came from. (laughs) They're cool. (laughs) You're not on the right websites, let me tell you. But have you ever thought about what women don't want to see in a dude's dating profile pic? I think everybody who's ever dated has thought about it, I hope. Well, a new study just found that women tend to find guys much less attractive if the dude is into cats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Researchers at Colorado State University took photos of various men, one by themselves, and then one of them holding a cat. Uh And then 700 women rated the photos. Uh And when men were holding cats, Cats, they were seen as much less masculine and much less dateable. Oh, oh no. come on, ladies, you're the worst. Am I constantly <laughs> holding a cat yes. and I just don't know it? It's an invisible <laughs> cat, Jose. It's sticking out of my yeah. pocket. Like. Where's your cat at? What's not masculine about that? Just just me and Special Agent Mittens oh. on a top secret mission to find a snuggle pal. Special Agent Mittens, I want it. I've never dated a guy with a cat. <laughs> There's a reason, Have apparently. You ever dated a cat guy? I, haven't. I haven't dated a cat. Yeah, I've dated plenty of dudes with dogs. Just never dated. In fact, most of the people I've dated have all come up with mysterious cat allergies. (laughs) I don't believe any of them. Anti-cat. Yeah. This applied to both short-term and long-term relationship potential. Either way, cats do Uh, not do it for women. Cat guys are seen as less dateable across the board, and they're seen as more neurotic when they're holding a cat. So cat guys are like cat ladies. Yeah, it's just cats in general. Wow. Any person. Holding a cat, so not cute. worthy of a relationship, which is ridiculous. Well, actually, the one key demographic that didn't seem to care about men holding cats was women who described themselves as a cat person. Okay, of course, I could see that. Cat people need cat people. Absolutely. That's true. Mm-hmm. One thing that's guaranteed to get you more swipes is a photo of you wearing a large dog shock collar around oh, your neck. Oh, really? Very masculine. It Absolutely. is. It's the yeah. most masculine you can be. We're about to get super masculine because it's time for your shock caller question of the day. Yeah. We're going to draw a name out of a bucket to figure out who puts on that shot caller. The person will get asked a trivia question. If you get it wrong, you get punished by being shocked while singing the song. So text into 78592. Tell us what tune do you want to hear. Our social media coordinator, Alexis, is drawing a name out of the hat because she had the shot caller last. And who'd you get, Alexis? Um, Jeff Naughty Chipmunk Dubo. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not a cat guy. (laughs) All right, I'm going to put on the shock collar, and while I do that, Digital Jake, please read us the shock collar question of the day. A brilliant inventor had an idea 20 years ago while having dinner with his family one November night. He noticed something on the table and thought he could easily produce a plastic version of it for everyone to enjoy. And he was right. The product became so successful that even Sears tried to copy his idea, resulting in a lawsuit that made him $1.7 million. Today, his company makes 30,000 of these every single day. What is the product? Everyone to enjoy. My first instinct of that, something that's on the table that looks like it could be plastic, is like plastic fruits and vegetables, those little bowls. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could see Sears wanting to copy the design for just for display reasons. Yeah, like the the home section of Sears wants to make that. It's just that my kids have so many plastic fruits and, you know, in their little like kid fridge. It's hard to imagine that one company owned the patent to that. Yeah. But it could be. That I'm thinking about that's on. in the center of a table, but it's been around forever. It would be like a, a Lazy Susan, right? Is that the where you can... This blast? guy's name isn't Susan, so it's obviously not him. <laughs> I will not confirm or deny. His name yeah. could be Susan. You don't know. I didn't give that information, bro. It's not actually yeah. a bad idea, Jose, because he's saying for everyone to enjoy. So maybe it was something like he made for his wife out in the shop, whose name was Susan. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's like, God, that lazy woman won't even get up and get to the other side of the table. Yeah, yeah lazy Susan. Yeah. <laughs> 
I tilted the stupid plane for you. And I could see Sears wanting to manufacture it or like stealing his idea to manufacture yeah. a lazy yeah. Susan. It's not a bad idea. And not um, everyone has one. All this know? thinking is really good, but what was the original thing that he would have saw that he was like, I'll make that into plastic? Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he made a wood one in his garage. Let's hear the question one more time. A Northwest inventor is credited with creating a very popular invention after having dinner with his family one autumn night 20 years ago. Autumn. He noticed something on the table and thought that he could easily replicate and mass produce this item for everyone to enjoy at their leisure, just in plastic form. Now this company produces 30,000 a day and makes millions of dollars in sales per year. What novelty product am I talking about? Novelty. Okay. Northwest, rainy, in the fall. Autumn. What if it was a tablecloth? And the plastic tablecloths that go over oh, everything. Oh, yeah, for picnics and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good thought, I guess. Alexis, Alexis, what are you thinking? We have candles in the middle of our table. Which that are made I... out of plastic? Well, no. That's like not fake good. Fake candles? Could they make, yeah. like, fake ones or something for people in the Northwest? Mm. No, I don't know. They make those. They make, like, you know, fake plastic light-up candles that, yeah, like, look they... like they're on yeah. fire even though they're not. Look, but they're usually I'm, for outside. I'm going to go back to my original thing, which is, like Jeff was saying, the cornucopia, the fruit. See, he said autumn, so that would have been Thanksgiving time. It's novelty. I think I just have to go back to my first thought. Follow your heart, Jeff. And uh oh. <laughs> now that he wants me to, yeah, maybe yeah. I shouldn't. Jake is he's conniving. I just yeah, follow your heart is good advice for any situation. Yeah. yeah. No. Tablecloth or otherwise. Okay, I'm just gonna go with my first thought of the plastic fruits, like a bowl of plastic fruits and vegetables. Over 20 years ago, on one autumn night, a man named Ken Aroni noticed something on his dinner table <laughs> that he. Please th- say Rice Aroni. <laughs> sorry, sorry. A man named Ken Aroni noticed something on his dinner table that he thought he could reinvent in plastic form and make some money. So, after trying a few different prototypes, he settled on a final version, and the novelty product took off and became wildly successful. What did he create? Well, he noticed his family fighting over an item associated with the meal, and he thought he could create a plastic version of it so everyone could have fun with it anytime they wanted, not just on Thanksgiving. And that's how the plastic version of the Lucky Wishbone was created. Oh, Wishbone! There's a plastic version? I didn't know that. What do you do with a plastic plastic version of a wishbone? You know when you pull a wishbone and it breaks apart? Yeah. Yeah. It's a plastic one so you can just buy and do it whenever you want. Do you do that? It's free wishes, Brooke. Of course I do. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen a package of plastic wishbones. There's 30,000 a day. They're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take your word for it. You're stepping on one right now. That is so many wishes. (laughs) Okay. Well, That's didn't, crazy. didn't know that existed, wow. and I guess you learned something with the shot collar, and I didn't get that right, so someone wanted to hear I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. <laughs> and I will always love you. Oh, oh yeah, that was good, Jeffrey. All right, that's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for laser stories, but first, not sure if you guys have been keeping up on your daytime TV personalities. Uh, gonna go with no. But <laughs> Dr. Phil's getting quite a following on mm. none other than TikTok. <laughs> no way. Yeah, no, he gets like, I mean, in the last video I saw, it had over 20 million likes on it. Shut up. And like, TikTok isn't even about likes. Yeah. yeah. You know? Apparently, in the last month or so since he's joined, thousands of TikTok followers have been commenting on his posts, calling him daddy. <laughs> so icky to me. And the doctor does not like it. Uh-oh. Yeah, dude. Oh, Aren't, like, don't girls call daddies like the older hot dudes, right? He is not hot. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like there's got to be sarcasm behind this daddy. Yeah. Or they find science hot or something. <laughs> or pseudoscience, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Dr. Phil's Phil. not a scientist. Oh, you know. yeah. I just know he's smart. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Classified Psychiatrist. Well, actually, yeah. Dr. Phil took to TikTok recently and posted a video response for all the daddy oh comments. Here's the audio from it. You have to stop commenting daddy on all my posts. I ain't your daddy. I hate to break it to you, but I ain't your daddy. And your real daddy's probably getting his feelings hurt. Oh, I appreciate he the support. Get it. It's a little weird, but I do appreciate the support. Yeah. Well, not only it's that. A sexy thing. Why is everybody commenting woke? I'm already <laughs> awake. I don't understand. 
the what thing is, is he's, what is a, everyone... he's a psychiatrist. Doesn't he understand reverse psychology? I this is gonna not going to work. Yeah. This is no. only going to make the situation worse it, for him. It really has because now that video itself has like millions of likes uh. on it. <laughs> Apparently, Dr. Phil says he knows the term daddy has a sexual connotation okay. with its modern usage and he'd rather not be associated with oh, it. Oh, Dr. Phil doesn't want to be a sex symbol, huh? <laughs> I say People Magazine, hey, right. let's make Dr. Phil sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. Text in to 78592 on a scale of 1 to 10. How daddy is Dr. P? <laughs> oh, he's more grampy to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah more annoying to me. <laughs> Texting in. Laser Stories is coming up right after this. It's the radio segment that just bought a vial of Kendall Jenner's spit on eBay. Oh, oh I want some. So he can put it into his omelet to give it that sweet, oh. pretentious taste. Tasty. It's Laser Stories. The segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. Those other soup grumplings just don't. Grumplings. <laughs> this first laser story is out of Creola, Alabama. 34-year-old Tracy Reeves and her husband Frank had been living in their home for years. Mm. But for the last 11 months, Tracy had been keeping a pretty big secret. Mm. What, <laughs> it's aggressive. What Frank didn't know is that Tracy's longtime boyfriend was also living there. Wait, in the same place? How Mama. is that possible? He'd been staying in the extra room where she'd been hiding him, giving oh. him food <laughs> and sneaking him bottles to pee in. Well, he can't go out into the bathroom. The husband's going to see. I'm just going to say she's not dating up. (laughs) This guy. However, the other night, she was drinking Uh and got so drunk that she forgot about him. Uh So when Tracy opened the door to that other room, she freaked out that there was a prowler in the house. Oh, my God. No. You put him there. What are you doing? (laughs) So she then ran hysterically to her husband to tell her that there's an intruder. Oh, no. And that's when Frank grabbed a gun and started firing. Oh, God. At any point, is she remembering who this guy is, or is she like, oh, now I gotta stick with the lie? Surprisingly, the boyfriend also grabbed his gun and started shooting back. I thought he was gonna grab those bottles of pee and throw them at him. Both men ended up shot, and that's when Tracy decided to pull out her gun. What? I'm just kidding. She didn't didn't have a gun. She just killed him. (laughs) He'll build the trailer park edition. Tracy decided to call the cops. Oh, okay. okay. And she calls. She's like, there's two strange men that I don't know in my house. <laughs> two intruders. When authorities showed up, they found out the whole story from the boyfriend, but Tracy was too incoherent to be interviewed on the scene. Oh, <laughs> Both men were taken to the hospital, and they expect to make a full recovery. Oh, that's good. As for Tracy's marriage, yeah. Apparently, it's not completely broken. Oh. Because the couple says it was just a speed bump, and they're going to try and make it work. Wow. God, I can't imagine what a real obstacle is like. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah. It's patience. Yeah, I yeah. just picture them, like, a few Thanksgivings from now, bringing up the, like, oh, remember? Remember a few years ago when you had that secret boyfriend, and then we shot each other? He's still oh. at the table. <laughs> yeah. It's like, secret? Pass yeah. the gravy, friend. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. <laughs> That was funny, honey. This next laser story is out of New Jersey. The Angelino family was traveling from North Carolina back to New Jersey on a summer trip. Mm. And during the car ride home, their young son had to use the bathroom. Oh, I smell his poop. You mean every, like, 20 miles? So they stopped off at a 7-Eleven where he could do his business. Uh And while they were there, the mom thought it'd be fun to buy some out-of-state scratch lottery tickets. Oh, tell me this ends good. So she asked the clerk for a few to purchase, but he didn't understand her. According to the mom... He was confused and thought the family wanted to buy cigarettes. What? Wow. How <laughs> run down to okay. you look. Someone's know. like, yeah, yeah cigarettes. Yeah, I know yeah. what you need, lady. I can see the wrinkles. Yeah. This is what you've been doing. Is it for the kid? <laughs> so while he was grabbing a pack of Marlboros, she saw a vending machine a few feet away that dispensed Powerball tickets. Okay, so we're going there instead. Fast forward to the next day, and the family was back home when they discovered that one of the Powerball tickets from that convenience store vending machine was a $2 million <gasps> winner. Oh! Oh my gosh, is right. All because the guy missed all all the chain of events. Oh yeah. yeah. The family went crazy and the mom keeps telling the story. 
if little Joey hadn't needed to use the toilet <laughs> yeah. and the clerk wouldn't have thought I wanted six, then we wouldn't be so rich. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're going to blow through it and little Joey will have no money for college by the time he hits it. If you're wondering what they're going to do with the money, they're, they're gonna... buying all kinds of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're going to pay off their debts and they say more family trips, of good. course. Okay. Good, good, good. This next laser story is out of South Africa. Zoos offer people the chance to learn and gawk at the wild animals secured in a cage. Mm. And now a revolutionary new way to do the zoo has popped up. It's where wild animals can gawk at humans while they're secured. And it's being <laughs> called the reverse zoo. I love Double it. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. I actually love it, too. I feel so bad for those animals. Yeah. Like, I think it's so good for us all to educate ourselves. Well, now you can do it because a lion sanctuary called Gigi Conservation offers a package where people can go into a plexiglass cage at the center of a lair with 77 rescued lions roaming around. Yeah. The sanctuary's oh done this for about two years now, and they say safety is a top priority. They also warn visitors that they cannot guarantee how the lions will okay. react. Oh, oh, nobody got time for that. But sign this waiver yeah. just in case. Yeah. <laughs> they say the lions will jump on top of the plexiglass, Whoa. so it's regularly inspected by an engineer to make sure it can wow. hold their weight, which can be up to 570 pounds. <gasps> 77 500 pound lions. That Dude, I'm going no. Cage. I was into it and now I'm not. The sanctuary says the cage is good for the lions too because it offers them enrichment in the form of mental and physical stimulation. Yeah, trying to eat the people yeah. inside. <laughs> wow. As for the price, it's pretty reasonable for the experience. It can range from about 130 to 200 bucks. And all the profits go towards the care of the lions. That's Aww. cool. That part's Aww, cool. Like that. This next laser stories. Out of the world of hots and uggos. Oh, God. <laughs> a bunch of studies have found it's harder to get ahead at work if you're not so good looking. Aww. It is, I'll tell you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, we all know I ain't climbing the ranks at all. <laughs> Pretty people tend to be hired more, they get better performance reviews, oh, yeah. and they make more money. Pretty girls get all the money. I, Jeff gets I all appreciate the money. that. I've been a dork my whole life, so well, that's cool. A new study at the University of Buffalo found there's a trick that can help people who aren't as fortunate in the good looks department. Hey, right. I can learn of this. So here we go. I Let's feel go. like it's all about confidence. Am the, I right? The oh, trick great. is... I don't have that either, Brooke. <laughs> It's easier than that. All you oh, have to what? do is just stand like Superman. <laughs> really? See that? Good posture. Like with a fist to the sky? Nope. <laughs> no, both hands both on hands the hips. Both hands on the hips. Okay. So okay. researchers okay, held mock job interviews, and they evaluated people on how effective their sales pitches were. In the first round, they viewed good-looking people as more hireable. Okay. okay. Partly because they were more attractive, but also because they just seemed more confident. Mm. For the second phase, researchers had the less attractive group do their pitch in a power stance, with their feet shoulder width apart, hands on the hips, chest out, and chin up, the way Superman poses, huh. and that basically evened out the whole playing field. What? That's it. We need really? to go back and retake all of our show photos. <laughs> That's the pose that we needed it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, standing like an overly confident weirdo isn't the only thing that works. Huh, no matter okay. how attractive you are, they say anything that makes you feel more powerful is going to help. So uh, things like giving yourself a pep talk or visualizing success, those also work. Dude, that's awesome. Okay. I mean, so I, this ended up good news. It did. You know, I can't see him right now, but I'm currently visualizing someone in their special Superman stance. Oh. It's a bird. No. No. It's a plane. No. No. It's a turtle humping issue. Yeah. yeah. Oops. A lot was, of confidence there. I, I was confident about it yeah. for a second. That sound means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Wednesday. You know, it seems like every country and like every city has one local tradition mm. that's so unique People travel from miles around just to come and see it themselves. That's oh, yeah. a good point, yeah. You've probably heard of like the most famous ones, like Running of the Bulls in Spain, mm -hmm. Oktoberfest right. over in Germany, yeah. the Great Cheesecake Purge in Jose's Bathroom every <laughs> Thursday. Right. I got my t-shirt from that one. <laughs> but what about some of the most bizarre traditions and festivals that you've never heard of before? Turns out there's a lot of them out there, and some of them are pretty epic. Nice. Like one that happens every year in England, and I'll just say it involves church, scantily clad women, and high-speed pancakes. What? <laughs> what is 
what is what does that even mean? I don't know, but I want to be a part of it. I know I'm salivating for all sorts of reasons here. <laughs> You'll find out what those buggers over in England are doing <laughs> once a year. That's coming up at seven ten. Oh, can time move any slower? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what time is right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. To help pass the time, mm-hmm. you know what I find myself doing a lot lately? I'm curious, actually. When I'm it's not. late at night and I'm all alone okay, I'm not in my big house. Why? Why did I say Lately, yes? I like to turn down all the lights. Okay. Get out the Costco-sized tub of coconut oil. What? Throw on the soundtrack to High School Musical 2. Uh, what? That's what does it? Oh, and then I'm going to climb into bed, uh-huh. close my eyes, and fantasize about all the places I want to travel to. Once the entire world is finally reopened. Okay, that's okay. what I've been doing. Yeah, now it explains that Costco-sized tub. Oh, yeah. Harry Potter, open your magical kingdom to me. Ooh. I need a break. Anyway, my point is, right now, we all can't wait for the day when we can safely leave our homes and go travel somewhere. Yes. Right. Anywhere. Anywhere. Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, sure. Jersey, yeah. whatever. I know, I'm in. And <laughs> if you've been looking for ideas on some unique places and things to do once we get the all clear, a well-known travel magazine just came out with a list of the strangest and most unique activities in the world that you're definitely going to want to experience once in your lifetime. Ooh. Okay. Like in the Czech Republic town of Olomouc, they do an annual event called the Great Whipped Cream Battle. Oh, I am in. It's basically a week-long festival held every summer where the entire town gathers in a big open square. They get divided up into two teams, and then they arm themselves with trays full of whipped cream. And there's a countdown. Then the teams run at each other at full speed, and when they meet in the center, quote, the cream starts to fly. Oh, my God. That's not the quote they should be using. No, yeah. But okay, I would work on your slogan there yeah. a little bit. Well, I don't know. It's kind of attracting me more. I, yeah. You guys, I went to La Tomatina in Spain. Do you know what that is? The tomato you, throwing. It's a tomato festival oh. where they literally, these trucks come by and they just dump tomatoes upon tomatoes. By the end of it, you're up to your waist in tomatoes, oh. standing in these little tiny streets. Sounded cool yeah. until everyone couldn't move and just started urinating in the tomatoes. Oh, so then gross. you're like, what? Now I'm in pea tomatoes and I'm getting hit in the head. You can throw them at people. It was terrible. Oh if my, my girlfriend God. lost her shoe somewhere in the tomatoes. Yeah. Look, don't go into this festival and pee in the whipped cream right I, away. I Just... didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> that sounds a little too messy for you. Maybe you'd rather visit Thailand and eat at the Cabbages and Condoms restaurant in what? Bangkok. Please don't tell me that's How is that a thing that goes together? <laughs> Please tell me this is like a bad translation. No, it's something. it's described as a restaurant, bar, cafe, massage parlor, and gift is. shop <laughs> all rolled into one. A pa- the convenience. A- <laughs> I can buy a gift and what get a massage. Yeah. What kind of gift are you getting? A Thai massage parlor. Apparently, as soon as you enter the building, the room is decorated with a series of life-size mannequins that are dressed up in outfits made entirely out of colorful prophylactic. Okay. There's Captain Condom. Okay, I'm actually thinking this might be fun now. (laughs) Which is a mannequin wearing like a superhero outfit. They should have used that in public school health uh, Mm. health ed instead. In spite of all the odd names and decorations there, apparently the food is really good. Plus, all diners get a free condom with every meal. Oh, yes. Oh my god, my, like, if I took my parents to there, they would totally think it was like a handy wipe or oh something, yeah. you know? <laughs> this one's mint flavored, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> We're talking about some of the most strange and unique experiences that you can go visit in the world. Over in London, England, there's an annual event called the Shrove Tuesday Pancake Races. Oh, that just says it all, doesn't it? Every year on Shrove Tuesday, which is the day before Lent, there are special races that happen all over the UK where teams of people dress up in costumes and fancy clothes, and then they race down the streets with a skillet holding a pancake, <laughs> flipping the pancakes mid-race. Huh. Wonder why this hasn't caught on in other cities. Why on earth would they do something like this? Well, legend has it that a long time ago, a British woman was so late for church on Shrove Tuesday that she ran all the way to the chapel with her pancake still cooking in a frying pan so she could eat it once she got to church. 
<laughs> so the next year, the city just trolled her by making a festival yeah. and making fun of her? Apparently, ever since then, pancake races have become an annual tradition on Shrove Tuesday wow. all over England. Why well, show up hungover to work every day after New Year's? Are we all going to do it now, too? Yeah. <laughs> Let's flip some pancakes, man. <laughs> In Australia, they have a similar but slightly different event called the annual cockroach races. Every year, Brisbane's Story Bridge Hotel encourages visitors to BYO Roach for its creepy, crawly no. cockroach races. Dude, that gives oh, you the heebie-jeebies. And this event also has an origin story. Apparently, the races all started when two old men sat down in the hotel bar one night, and they started arguing over which Australian suburb had the biggest and fastest cockroaches. Ah, there it is. Mm. There it is. Wow, my hometown does lawnmower races. Oh, really? And yeah, people like trick out their lawnmowers. That cool. is not as cool as cockroaches, though. <laughs> yeah. So they drunkenly decided to raise some cockroaches the next day, and after that, history was made. Do you think they train them, like Rocky? And twirl? they have little cockroach gyms with little cockroach yeah, yeah. coaches <laughs> with their, like, sweatbands on, yeah, punching got... little tiny cockroach <laughs> punching bags. Little endorsements like Radex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The day apparently starts with a large bagpipe parade where all the owners carry their prized cockroaches down the streets. Wow. Meanwhile, an MC reads the cockroaches' names out to the crowd. Oh, wow. And they have names like Lord of the Drains, Alfred Hitchcocky. Oh, this is good. And a lot of not safe for work names, which yeah. you can probably imagine for yourself. Yeah, yeah. There's 14 races in total, with one cockroach being crowned the champion at the end of the day. Cool. Drinking and gambling during the races are both strongly encouraged. Yeah, but watch where you step. All of a sudden, you <laughs> kill the leader on yeah. accident. Disqualified. We, we took down the league MVP. Yeah. No. <laughs> Text into 78592. Tell us which one of these places or activities should we send Jose? Oh. All of them. To go well, cover. Not, not the cockroach one. That's, okay. That might be fun to do. What you doing at the cockroach race? Hey, races? you'd actually no. win a race if you were competed against them. I am so scared of all bugs. There's no way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Text it in 78592. Your phone tap's coming up right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. All right, it's time for your brand new phone tap. All right. And today, our own Brooke Fox calls mm -hmm. a guy who works in a warehouse. Mm -hmm. And apparently, he's been concerned lately that he might lose his job because another business has just bought them out. Yeah, Ooh, it'd be a yeah. hard time. Yeah. So, of course, it's the perfect time for his coworkers to mess with him. Oh, no. <laughs> Again, not my idea. The good news is, Brooke, you have to take ownership. This I is your know. phone tap. I okay? always feel bad. I know you do. But the good news here is it's not up to the new CEO or the new upper management on whether he sticks around or not. Oh. Instead, his fate lies in the hands of the company's groundbreaking artificial intelligence system. Oh. Oh my gosh, this guys, sounds amazing. It was so hard to keep a straight face. I would be so livid. He's about to experience it in your brand new phone tap <laughs> yes. right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, this is Lisa with Corporate HR. I'm looking for Keith. Yeah, this is Keith. Oh, hi, Keith. Nice to officially speak with you. I took over for Carrie after the merger. Okay, yeah. Yeah, thanks for talking with me today. I know everyone's trying to get their bearings. I see here you work in the warehouse. How do you like that? Yeah, I mean, I like it. You know, I've been here for almost three years, so, uh, yeah, I like it. That's good. So I was just calling today because the new company that we work for, they're really on uh -huh. the cutting edge of technology when it comes to their products. Oh, cool. Yeah, so right. they're looking for ways to implement it in the workplace as well. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's good. Uh how do they want to do that? Well, for example, all the employees here will be required to participate in something we call SOAP. Uh, what was that? Oh, excuse me. It's a lingo thing. It stands for Skill Optimization Artificial Intelligence Program, SOAP. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that's kind of a funny acronym. I've never heard that before, so yeah. I'm sure the guys are going to kick out of that. Totally. I mean, I'm sure they will. And, in fact, it's why I called today See, the AI program has been installed on our phone systems already. Oh, on the company phone? Yeah, I can start the automation if you're okay with it. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but uh, I'm ready to get soaked. <laughs> okay, so just answer a few questions, and after you're done, I'll be right back with you. Okay, all right. Okay, here we go. Hello, Keith. Welcome to Soap. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good. 
That is good. My name is Samantha. First off, can you tell me what you think your biggest strength is when it comes to your job? Oh, um, yeah, my biggest strength, uh, well, I guess it's my work ethic. I'm a pretty strong worker. I just coordinated the SOAP database to access your time clock files, and your statement regarding hard work appears to be untruthful. Uh, I mean, I do work pretty hard, I would say, majority of the time. And uh, I, I, I don't take a lot of sick days, either. In the last two years, you've called in sick over 12 times. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't know it was really that many, but uh, everybody calls in sick every now and then, you know, every once in a while, so... 12 times is 300% greater than our company average. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to say here. Uh, that's just not very accurate. You don't have to say it. Your records already speak for themselves. And the performance is considered poor at best. Wait. Shame. Shame. Shame on you, Keith. There's got to be some misunderstanding. For coming in late and abusing sick time privileges, you will need to pay the company back. $2,315. Make sure to tell your human resource contact that amount. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Hi, whoa. Keith. I'm back on. This is Lisa. How did it go? Uh, yeah, not, not great. Uh, what do you mean? I think there's been a mix-up in my records. Oh. The computer was saying that I owed the company money for being late. Which that that's not that can't be true. Yeah, I, well, I, you know. I hate to tell you this, Keith, but that computer is the AI, and soap program is ninety nine percent accurate. Well, it, I must be that one percent that it's not right because this is most certainly. I mean, I've been here for three years. I've been mm -hmm. a loyal worker, mm -hmm. so maybe Siri can go back and or whatever her name was and go back. Samantha, and look that Samantha over. is our AI. Oh, I, she's really been great. Yeah, you should give her a raise for sure. Uh Anyway, I got to get back to work here. I mean, I'm actually technically on break now. Yeah, you should definitely get back. I don't want Samantha to record this. I mean, come on now. I'm sorry to laugh. You should definitely get back to work. We've been wasting your time. Samantha isn't real. Say, say that again. I'm sorry, Keith. This is actually a prank phone call. What are you, wait, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is actually Brooke from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. I'm doing a phone oh. tap on you, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you were so stressed out. Your coworker, Greg, set you up. Oh, my God. Greg? Yeah, he said you were all worried about the new company merger, and he wanted to mess yeah, with you. Yeah, because you don't know. I mean, with everything going on, it's like, <laughs> oh, man, then the robots are coming in. I'd watch that sick time, Greg. I don't know how much longer you're going to oh, have a job. <laughs> I didn't want to admit to it, but those percentages are pretty right on. I mean, they're pretty accurate, so... You to give me a heart attack over here. <laughs> uh. Wake up every morning with phone taps. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Second date update. The guy on the phone for a second date update today did something that, honestly, not a lot of men would be willing to do, okay. especially on a first date. His name is Greg, and before we find out what Greg did... Or maybe it's who Greg did. Oh. I don't know yet. Hello, Greg. Well, let's find out a little more info. Greg, Whoa. you did something. I did do something. and Doing something is more than I can say for most of the dates that end up on this show. So tell us, Greg, <laughs> who'd you do it with? <laughs> well, the girl's name is April. Okay. I met her through my friend who works as a barista. Hmm. He has like these regulars that always come in, and he always talks about this girl. And he says she's really cute. She just comes. She doesn't really talk to anybody. And he was like, you know what? Why don't you come in and maybe like see if you can strike up a conversation with her? And I was like, that's kind of weird. What? But... That's so kind. Of, that's kind of creepy to me. Like, there's these two dudes. <laughs> Do you really think that that's creepy? I think that like if she's there and if you just strike up a conversation, it's just like playing like secret matchmaker or something. <laughs> Yeah, there's know. this loner girl that comes in and cries in the corner while eating cake pops all alone. She's perfect for you, bro. Yes, bro. Bounce on it. I don't know. If creep. It's just strange. It's strange. So what did you think when you saw her the first time? Well, first of all, when she came in, I thought she was gorgeous. Like, he wasn't kidding when he was like, oh, she's really pretty. But again, 
she came in, kept her head down basically, and just kind of sat and just started reading a book. Okay. And I thought to like, you know, maybe say, oh, that's a really interesting book that you're reading. <laughs> that's a good line. Yeah, if you'd actually read the book before, yeah. you can't say that. <laughs> so I like go up to her and I was like, oh, is this seat taken? And she goes, please leave me alone. She like snaps and she's like, I'm in the worst mood of my entire life. I'm like, all right, uh, okay, I'm sorry. And you know, I know, you know, you're a hot girl if like your first reaction to someone asking you if the seat's taken is stop hitting on me. It's like, ew, I get it, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm not that person, obviously. I mean, like, no, the seat, take it all yours. Brooke's like, new friends. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, what did you do? Did you give up or did you persist? Well, when you're in front of a hot girl, I think you always end up saying the dumbest stuff. That you ever say so i go why don't you just turn that frown upside down oh dude nice i, I want to slap oh. you that was a good one dude no. I, I approve that's terrible yeah no i i said it it was in the moment and then i backed off and i didn't know what else to say so i just whatever and then but like a few minutes later i'm like you know what she is too good looking to just not give it one more shot. Oh, this poor woman. Oh. I mean, she has told you how many different ways that she wants you to leave her alone. No, you can't take the first no. You have to wait until they bring in the cops, they put cuffs on you and lead you away yeah. until you give up. So you went back a second time. I thought, you know, second time, if this is a no, then I'll shut up. Okay. So I come up from this angle of like, you know what? I'm really sorry you're having a bad day. And here's the thing. I'm a really good listener. So if you want to tell me what's bothering you, I'll listen. Great rebound. Thanks. And so I sat down and she starts telling me that her ex-husband is getting married again. And he actually invited her to the wedding. Ooh, there's a lot there. So how'd you feel after that conversation? <laughs> Yikes. I thought it was, I was like, you know, the gall of people being people. And she said it in this way where it was like, yeah, and he's just trying to rub my face in it. And I, I tell her, I was like, you know what? You really want to make this guy jealous. If he's rubbing this in your face, you want to rub it in his face, take me. Wait, what? Take me, the semi-attractive stalker from the coffee shop. <laughs> we'll show him. Yeah, we'll do this together. Like, you know, hey, man, you don't know me at all. I'm a complete stranger. Let's just do this together. And, you know, at first she was, like, a little bit resistant. Yeah, obviously. So, wait, did you actually go to her ex-husband's wedding with her? I totally did. Oh, you did? What? Why are we talking about that? Yeah. That's the important part. Just like, now finding this out. What, what was it like? First of all, she was really nervous. Right. I was just really happy to be kind of hanging out with her. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's a wedding. So there's food. Everyone's dancing. Like, it's a blast. There's love. It's not her love. It's her ex-husband's love. <laughs> I started getting a little bit nervous because I was like, this is just to rub it in her ex-husband's face. Mm. Because every time her ex would look in our direction, I would try to show some sort of affection to her. So huh. you're, okay, wait, you're obviously okay with a woman who's definitely not over her ex. Right. Or whatever issues and was just using you as arm candy. Yeah, I know. I know, but listen, you didn't see how hot she was. <laughs> Prove it. Send some pics. Right. Oh, my God. Okay, so after you You're dumb. After you went with her to the wedding, did she seem happy with your services? Is that the right way to ask Yeah, this? kind of. He's kind of like Greta like, boyfriend, was for she, sure. Yeah. Was she satisfied that you made her ex jealous? Yes, it seemed like it. But, you know, now she's not calling me back, and I thought it was such a great time, and I know it was just to make her ex jealous. Maybe she's waiting for that baby shower invite. <laughs> we'll find out. We're going to play a song, come back, call her, and get your second date update, all right? Sounds great. All right, hold on. Second date update. If you're just tuning in for today's second date update, we're talking with Greg. And Greg is available for birthdays, <laughs> weddings, funerals, and ribbon-cutting ceremonies at used car lots. Any event where you need to make someone jealous, he's your man. If you want your ex back, don't beg. Just call Greg. Ooh, yeah, really I love good. that tagline. All right, Greg, you there? 
I am there. And by the way, what a brilliant intro. Thank you very much. Yeah, see? You're in business now, Greg. You better get that website. We're already helping. If you're just tuning in, Greg met a girl named April, and he volunteered to take her to her ex-husband's wedding to try and make him jealous. God, when you say it like that, it's so bad. That's the truth. It is. He says they had a good time together, and he tried to be extra affectionate whenever the groom was looking in their direction. Mm -hmm. But afterwards, April's weirdly not responding. Uh-huh. to any of Greg's calls or texts. <laughs> Greg, as I recap the date, is there anything in there that makes you think, huh, Weird. maybe that's why she's not calling me? So I'm so happy you asked me that question because I scoured my mind to try to find something where I'm like, oh, could that have been the thing? Was it the affection in general? No. So, Dude, so no, no you're, not, you're not hearing no. anything Still. weird. Not really. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. It's just hard. You know, the whole night was about her ex. It wasn't about you. So, right. I mean, maybe you can change that. Maybe this will help. Yes. And here's the thing, guys. I normally don't date girls that are this hot. Oh, so if you guys could help me out with calling her. That changes everything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's call April for you, and we're going to get your second date update. All right? Did I mention she's hot? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think he did. All right. We know how to talk uh-huh. to hot girls. Okay. Are you ready for this? Or do you want to tell us how hot she is one more time? Oh, my God. Um, I just want to tell you that she's really, really hot. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right. You got that out of the way. I'm going to dial the phone number right now, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Hello? Hi. Can I speak to April, please? This is she. May I ask who's calling? Yes, my name is Young Jeffrey. I work on the radio. How are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Young Jeffrey is my name, and radio is my profession, and I'm calling you now. Uh, I never called you guys. Did I win something? Or Well, you could look at it that way, depending on how this <laughs> next couple minutes go. Uh, I'm so confused. I'm... Why are you calling me? Well, we're doing a segment called the Second Date Update. That's where if you go out with someone and they're not calling you back, we can give that person a call and try and figure out the reason why. So we're calling on behalf of one of our listeners named Greg. Oh, Greg. <laughs> I knew oh, that was going to be right away. You want to pat him on the top of the head, too, don't you? <laughs> He's such a nice guy. Uh, I... I put him in a pretty weird position, like... It seems like he put himself in a weird position from what he's told us. Yeah, Greg told us all about your date. He said that he took you to your ex-husband's new wedding to try and make him jealous. Healthy. Sounds like a real healthy start. (laughs) What what was that like for you? Well, he, like, invited himself, basically. Like, I, I tried to get him away from me. I'm not in a good place right now. Like, I actually threw a sugar packet at him. Whoa. When he, like, told me to, like, turn that frown upside down, I was like, go away. <laughs> but then he was really nice, and he was like, well, I can go with you. And he would try to, like, kiss me on the cheek if he thought my ex was looking and all that, which I appreciate. But well, obviously, you- he's, like, a really nice guy trying to help you in this way. Why aren't you calling him? Oh, well, after the wedding, like, the next day, I was getting a coffee and... And then, you know, the barista, Sean, I guess Greg's friend, he was like, how was the wedding? And he could tell, like, I was really upset. He ended up giving me the drink for free. And... So, I mean, the whole thing is so sad. How's your ex's marital bliss? Yeah, did you catch like, the bouquet? <laughs> yeah. Remember when no. it didn't work out with you, but he's upgraded since then? Like no, He knew that they went together. I know. Why. But, like, God, girl, why did you RSVP yes? <laughs> I don't know, because I like to put myself through pain. I'm some kind of masochist. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, I guess you at least got a free latte out of it. Sure. Yeah, I actually got more out of it than a free latte. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we uh, he sat down with me and he talked to me and sort of one thing led to another. And I um, I ended up sleeping with Sean that night. What? The barista guy? Wait. Wait. Friend? Yeah, Greg's friend. Oh. And I know that. It... So you oh. didn't sleep with Greg after Greg went to the wedding with you. Nice. But Sean just said, ooh, sorry, here's a 12-ounce <laughs> caramel macchiato. <laughs> Get over here. And he got some. Yeah, like I said, I'm not in a good place. I'm in between oh, no. therapists. <laughs> Girl. Oh, I 
do love you, though. I do. So it's just for you are taste? a mess right no, now. No, <laughs> I don't love you. This is pretty rude. Yeah, that's bad. I know. No. Are you even attracted to Greg at all? I mean, you turned him down when he very first talked to you, like twice, and then he. I don't even know if it matters if I'm attracted to him at this point. Like I'm in such a bad place. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you need to be single for a while. Totally. I need to be single and maybe do more like random hookups until I feel better. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I can tell you're in therapy with things like that that you're saying. <laughs> well, don't you think Greg has a right to know like what happened? Yeah, but I don't know how to say it. Like, hey, thanks for being such a nice guy and you were great at this wedding and you remember your friend who vouched for you? Like, maybe you want to pick another barista to be friends with. Like, what am I supposed to say? I don't know what to say. Well, you just say exactly what you just said because Greg actually heard it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, hi. Um, oh, man. Oh, Greg. It's fine. I just... Fine. I just well, it's, I mean, like, I, I'm i not as attractive as Sean is. Oh, dude, what? Are I you... get no, it. No, it has, Greg, but... I promise you it had nothing to do with that. It was just the right place at the right time, and you being at my ex-husband's wedding was not the right place nor the right time. I don't know. I'm so sorry. What? I mean, it's so obvious when you say it Wait, out loud. Wait, Greg, you're cool? No, I'm, I mean, like, I'm not happy about it, but I get what she's saying. What do you feel about your friend, Sean, who set you up with this girl going back and sleeping with That's her? That's true. He's just being a jerk, and I'm mad at him. I'm not mad at you. You sound very yeah, you angry. Don't sound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sounds like but, everyone wins but you, dude. But here's the thing. I would want to be, like, you were saying about how you're going through this whole thing. I would want to be one of those hookups. But is it just a right place, right time kind of thing? <laughs> Honestly, you just seem a little too mentally stable for me right now. So. <laughs> You're too nice, dude. So, That's Greg, no, Greg just wants to be used because he wants to hook up with you. Oh, no. I mean, you're really pretty. <laughs> See? See? What do you think, April? Are you willing to use Greg for your grief? See, now that so weird <laughs> but listen this will be the most honest hookup that you'll ever have yeah. like he Dad. knows he knows exactly what he's gonna get out of it and no. that's nothing yep. i mean it one night of enjoyment maybe that's so terrible like greg's a good guy like i want like a hookup not like a mail order bride i don't want to have to feel bad <laughs> I mean, I could be a bad guy. I'm James Dean when I'm not going to weddings to, you know. Greg, um, can I just ask, like, how old are you? Because your references are very old and strange. He's however old you want him to be, April. Yeah, just oh, use my him, God, girl. Greg, you have to leave the situation. <laughs> she doesn't want to use you, and she's calling you old, man. Like, it's just you're not going to win. Maybe not, but, again, I think you're worth it. The offer is still on the table. He's so sweet. Yeah, what do you say, April? Why don't you put on a really, really sad, depressing movie, like put on Marley and Me, and then invite him over. We'll pay for a pizza for you guys there to eat go. together, and then you can grief-bang your way back to happiness. <laughs> What do you say? You know, not that that doesn't sound so sexy. Um, <laughs> I just, Greg, I think you're a great guy. Don't get mixed up with me. Like, you're okay. so genuine. Your references are very bizarre, but I'm sure you'll find someone weird like you. What? <laughs> Ouch, that hurt me. All right, whatever. That really bums me out. Oh, yeah. man. Like you don't care. Yeah, you are. You're, you're kind of a doormat, Greg, and you need to change that about yourself. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but thank you. <laughs> he thanked her. <laughs> oh, Greg, we got a lot to work on with you. I mean, yeah. Greg and I both have lots to work on. I think we're yeah. kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum here. But you're just going to work on them with Sean instead. <laughs> oh, whoa. I don't know. It could be a different person. Who's to say? Oh. <laughs> Sean, Joe, Kevin, just not Greg. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. What's up? It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And man, oh, it's still weird just to say the name of the new show. Brooke and Jeffrey. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I've kind of like grown to it already. It is different. It's like a, a bad wart. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
No? Again. It's ugly, but yeah. it'll stay there forever. I know. It's stuck with me. <laughs> We've rebranded, and we're still doing on a lot of the same things that all our fans love. Second date updates, yeah. phone taps, loser line, all those types of things. Yeah. But in many ways, this is also a brand new start for us. Right. I mean, it's a reboot, really. Yeah. I mean, we've all been together for like, oh God, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. A real long time. <laughs> with that said, I have an exciting new surprise to share with my co-hosts. Another surprise? I love surprises. Yeah. I don't. I got to say, I don't know if they're going to love this or really love this. Oh, no. come on, Jeff. Give it to me. Is it we eat cake every day? Is that it? Cake it, well, of the day. And then we get to judge no. what one's the best. I, I do know it's something that our listeners are definitely going to want to hear oh. because we actually need their advice on it. I'll tell you I'll tell you what this is when we reveal it to you coming up at 810. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. When you're in the entertainment industry, or the biz, as we like to call it. Nobody calls it that anymore. Hey, in the biz. I tell all my friends I work in the biz. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) But you know, when you're in the biz, there's a few key ingredients that you need in order to run a successful morning show. Mm -hmm. First, you need some smooth, sexy music to talk over. Is that one of the... Oh, not necessary. Yeah, just like this. Oh, what a coincidence. Kind of nice, though. Check. <laughs> oh. Next, you need to assemble a team of semi-functioning misfits. Ah. That's a good way to put us. Yeah. You can't come into work on time. That's or even bother to shower most days. Right, that's also me. No education needed yeah. whatsoever. That's also me. Yeah. So check and check and check oh, on that. <laughs> and, uh, of course, no radio show would be complete without a bunch of wacky sound effects that you randomly throw in. Oh, that's so oh, wait, over the top of the sexy? This is... Ooh. All right, we're not really... Whoa, those are some wacky sounds, Man. guys. Check, 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 and check. Oh, wow, you really got this radio thing down, so Jeffrey. Stupid. Well, we're almost there. Oh, we are. Yeah. We have more. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning How is you... nearly complete. Uh-huh. But there is one thing that this brand new morning show has been missing. Okay. Something that every great show has, and that's a cool energetic intro song no. to kick the brakes no off way. and let no. all the listeners know no. get ready no. we're about to have some fun no. so corny, we are dude. not doing a jingle well, okay <laughs> we're not doing that it's we, already been done we are our, what are i am excited to let everybody oh know my God. is this you singing again because you can't stop singing it's everything? not me bro this is Wait. not your own personal musical jeffrey <laughs> okay you're Just not relax. the star of cabaret relax suddenly. okay Hold we've on. been working hard behind the scenes to create an intro song that all of our listeners can enjoy because they have been asking for this. No one has asked for it. The company paid money to get this Yes, these done? are pre-produced stuff. No way! Are you joking? Oh my okay, God. Okay, Grandma, hold okay. on. <laughs> Nothing's finalized yet, all right? Okay, that's good. And there's actually a few options that management came up with and we need to listen to them to decide oh, no. which one that we want to use. At least the listeners can help us, Brooke. It's right. Terrible. So feel free to text in oh 78592 gosh. if you're listening. Tell us which intro you like. Which one do you want to hear us use? This is going to pain me. All right. Will, Management, okay. I am sorry. This is a terrible idea. Let's it be open yeah, can, you, can you have a little bit of positivity? No, I've to be done a radio show. long enough to know that anytime management has a great idea, <laughs> it's usually not. All right. Look, I'm scared too, but I'm in the middle of this. Okay, Let's give it a play it. Play it. I, I haven't heard any of these yet, okay? So we just left it up to the production staff. Let's get started. <laughs> Intro option number one. I'm liking it. All right. Okay, well, let's talk first. What did we like about it? The lyrics were terrible. Okay, okay. all it said was you were so clever and I'm whatever. I think maybe the message is a little bit too on point, if anything. I think when you said you hadn't heard these before, you meant I wrote these. No, I I don't. I've never heard these. I promise. I love it. I will say I liked her, though. Yes, Yes. great singing, great energy. Uh We're all in agreement then. There's nothing we don't like about that one. No, that is not what I'm saying If you liked it, text clever. Whatever to 78592. Clever, whatever. But yeah, there's good. more. Let's, I bet there is. Let's hear the second option. Okay. What did they come up with for us? He's so patient. 
All right. Oh, yes. Another yes. winner, if you ask me. I mean, they really, I don't know who this wait. woman is, but she really captures the vibe <laughs> of the show. That you one guys was- make it sound like I'm in my 50s. I am in my 30s. I am a young, vibrant mother of two young children. I like, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. I like that one because it was a little slower and Brooke uh, could probably follow along. Right, okay. Here. That's okay. that's a good point. Oh, right. I mean, she's really getting to uh-huh. the heart of our personalities, who yeah. we are deep uh-huh. down inside. Oh, I can't if, wait to hear number three. Well, if you like that one, make sure to text in patient ancient. <laughs> To 78592. Now, I'm told the third one comes with two different options. Okay. A- apparently, it's the same message in both of them, okay. sung two different ways, okay. which, again, I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I have I'm sure no, I have zero role in well, making these. So far, you're clever and patient, and I'm whatever uh, in age. Yeah, according, that's just according to the woman on the production team. So yeah. if you're upset, maybe take it up with her. But <laughs> let's hear intro option number 3A. Okay. 3A. 3A. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I don't know if I like that one. Oh, what don't you like about it? It's weird. It's weird that they only said adoring for me. Mm, you wanted adorable. Well, no, like yeah. I could have been like extra uh-huh. adoring, like yeah. super adoring. Yeah. Only like no adjectives in front yeah. of adoring. Yeah, Does, it's a little bit of a disservice. I'm glad to me. we're concentrating on that because that definitely seems to be the most important message there. Okay. Well, okay, listeners. I've heard these, if, but I love them. If you okay. like that one, text yeah. adoring boring yeah, to seven eight five nine two. But yeah. they did another version of that okay, to I'm a different to, beat. I'm gonna tell you, I'm starting to hate this woman. Okay. I really. <laughs> liked her in the beginning even when she said I was whatever but it's really gone even further downhill well maybe she'll <laughs> change your mind with option 3b let's okay, hear this let's one she's she's a I think we have a winner yeah, there. The backup great. vocals sealed the deal. Okay, I understand. The tempo was perfect. Yeah, text into 78592. Which intro do you think we should go with? I'm going to go with none. That you can text in none as best well. Best captures okay, the personality none. of the show. Your options, remember, are clever whatever, mm-hmm. patient <laughs> ancient. I think that's my favorite. Adoring boring or adoring boring with backup vocals. Okay. That's a lot to yeah. text in, I know, but yeah, this is an uh-huh. important decision. It is. And obviously everyone in studio loves all no, of these so whichever one true. you want you we're gonna go with to make your voice heard okay. your phone tap is coming Let's up go with right so after the- <laughs> <laughs> i hate both of you brooke and jeffrey in the morning brooke's going for 22 wins in a row today all right and you're going to be playing laura from lake stevens hey laura hey Hmm, Laura, what's your plan of attack here? Let's talk go. strategy. Just, what? Go ham, just nail him. Just... Go ham, go, just nail okay. him. Okay. Right. All right. I like it. <laughs> it was the weirdest nailing sound I've ever heard. I'm going to go ham nail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's never nailed anything in her entire life. No, no, you haven't. Have you ever picked up a tool ever, Laura? Yes. Dude, she's confident. I like it. I Scissors don't count. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to leave the studio. All right, Laura, we're going to send Brooke out of the studio. You know how the game's played. I do. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and you have to beat Brooke outright to win. You ready, Laura? I'm ready. All right, your time starts now. Today is World UFO Day. What does UFO stand for? Unidentified flying object. The first vaccine ever made was in 1796 to cure what illness? Polio, smallpox. In the Rocky movie franchise, what is Rocky's last name? Balboa. Dry ice is the solid form of which gas? Pass. In a standard game of Monopoly, what color are the hotels? Red. Which European country has the highest percentage of natural red-haired residents? Ireland. What pharmaceutical company manufactures the drug Viagra? I don't know. All right. All right. Good pacing, though. Yeah. That was really good. Let's bring Brooke back into the studio. And while we do that, Laura, tell us something interesting about yourself that you think we should know. (laughs) I don't know if you should know it, but it's interesting. Um, (laughs) I am petrified of clowns. Like, 
not just like scared of clowns, like petrified. I'll drop in the fetal position and cry. What? Oh, You're scared of cl- I just walked no. in on this. You know, our dear family friend is Spongy, the clown. Don't and say his I name. think that Spongy could really turn your no. life around. No, Brooke, you could eat your kids. No, <laughs> no, no. No, he just makes great balloon animals. Why are you so why are you scared of them? Did you have a bad experience? Yeah. Their body parts squeak. Like that's not right. uh. You know it's not real. Yeah. You know that's a costume, right, Laura? No, they eat kids. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It probably <laughs> with your terror, like with your terrified thing, it'd probably be a really bad idea to play this song for oh you, my huh? God, no. Uh oh, are you okay? You do sound like she's crying. Okay, let's turn this off. Uh, we want, okay. I don't want to trigger you. I'm sorry okay. about that, Laura. <laughs> Too late. All right, let, let's ask Brooke some questions. Consolation prize, like you just want a pie to the face. Yeah. yeah. No? All, right. <laughs> All right, Brooke, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Your time starts now. Today is World UFO Day. What does UFO stand for? Unidentified flying object. The first vaccine ever made was in 1796 to cure what illness? Polio, smallpox, or measles? Uh, measles. In the Rocky movie, fr- <laughs> in the Rocky movie franchise, what's Rocky's last name? Balboa. Dry ice is the solid form of which gas? Nitrogen. In a standard game of Monopoly, what color are the hotels? Uh, red. Which European country has the highest percentage of natural red-haired residents? Ireland. All righty. We got those in. Let's find out how you did and go to the scoreboard with Jose. Oh, Archie, what are you doing? What are you going down there for? <laughs> Whoa. Bolaños. Oh, Archie. Oh, Archie. I missed that episode of All in yeah. the <laughs> There's a lot of bad episodes yeah. on this show, actually. <laughs> Laura, you did great. You got three correct. You got a lot of questions in. Oh. More than Brooke. Wow. Did, 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 what did, how did she do it? <laughs> like a squirrel, right? There's so much happening right now. And Brooke, yes. you got also three. Oh. Oh. Barely took it. Oh, Laura, I'm sorry. Wow. Good game, though. Let's go over the answers for everyone. Today is World UFO Day. UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object. Aliens are real. The first vaccine ever made was in 1796 to cure smallpox. Ah, I knew I should have said that. In the Rocky movie franchise, Rocky's last name is Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Dry ice is the solid form of carbon dioxide. In a standard game of Monopoly, the hotels are red. Houses are green. Which European country has the highest percentage of natural redheads? That would be Scotland. Thirteen uh, percent redheads over there. Ireland is second with ten percent. And the pharmaceutical company that manufactures the drug Viagra, Brooke knows. Pfizer. Yeah, yeah she yeah. does. <laughs> How did she know that? Oh, we're not going to go into that. Thank you. <laughs> we'll yeah. be back to play Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.